Hi guys, welcome back to My Opinion. This is episode 14 already. I hope you guys had a great weekend and you guys are staying safe and sane. I know this is still a really difficult and challenging time for the entire world, but happy April. We made it. I am sticking on the theme of leadership, of course, on the podcast for episode 14. Last week, we talked about working from home and effective tips to stay sane working from home and how to work from home well, because a lot of us have not before, but I am an expert in working from home. I've worked from home for over 10 years. So if you guys didn't listen to the cast last week, check it out. I also talked about effectively leading a team remotely. Some of us are leading a team remotely for the first time. So I talked about that as well, but I want to talk about how to lead a team during a crisis because some of us have never done that before. I have led my team through, my several teams through different crises that have happened at companies, but never anything like this. But I think the same principles and rules and different tips definitely apply. And there are so many articles out there right now and a lot of you have asked my opinion, and that's what we talk about on this show. So today's Maya's Monday motivation is going to be about on episode 14, how to lead a team through a crisis and what, in my opinion, on this special edition, are the best and most effective ways to lead through a crisis. There are so many articles out there right now talking about here are the top five tips or here are the 10 best tips. And so I have read a ton of these articles. I think they're all great and informative and I encourage all of you guys to go out there and read and get informed. I have my own podcast, but I actually prefer to read blogs. It's easier for me to read than to listen because I'm in sales. And so I listen all day long. I do have some podcasts that I like, but I read a lot and I enjoy that. And so I encourage you guys, whether it's a podcast that you listen to, so thank you for listening to mine, or if it's blogs or however you receive your information, not just the news, please get out there and read because you'll get to formulate your own best tips and practices just like I do. And I think that's so important and bringing that back to your team is so important. So let's kick it off today with Maya's Monday Motivation on my opinion, talking about on this special edition, talking about these best practices or what I feel are the best practices in leading your team through a crisis. The first thing that I think a leader should do during a really challenging time and when things are tough, and this is not just through a crisis like what we're going through right now. This is in any challenging time because sometimes you're with a company and it's going under and you're getting that information before your team. Sometimes you're, you know, layoffs are happening or you have to furlough your team. There's so many things that can happen. So step one is to stay calm. And that might sound really simple, but it's not. It's not for a lot of people. Staying calm really trickles the energy down to your team. And this results in helping with the reactions for your entire team. The reason staying calm is so important is because when you remain calm, you are able to process the information that's happening. With COVID-19, remaining calm is beyond key. And things are changing on a daily basis. When you're remaining calm, you're able to process the information as quickly as possible and calmly and 
intelligently. And then you're able to deliver that information back to your team in a calm, effective way so that you can give them the tools that they need, whether they need to explore unemployment options uh, because they've been laid off, if they are furloughed and they need unemployment options, or if they're part-time now, or there are so many different things that could be happening. So it's really crucial that you process that information, you stay calm before delivering it to them. I think that's really imperative. I kind of brought up already in the beginning while kicking this off, the second thing that I think is really important, hinted at the news. There's people in our lives who love to watch the news. I think watching, I talk about this on my lives as well. I think watching a lot of news is very toxic. There's a lot of information out there that is very negative. It is not even what you would classify as news. It's not even truthful. It's not even honest. So I think we should limit the amount of news that we're getting. And this dives into like the next step or you guys know I like to have steps or numbers to the tip. So this is tip number two or step number two in the process. Ensure that you're getting information from credible sources. Whether you're a CNN person, a Fox person, I it does not matter to me. We have to really take all the information that we get from the news or wherever we're getting it with a grain of salt and really make sure it's credible information. Are we really getting this from the CDC? Are we really getting this from somewhere where it's black and white information and it's not biased? Are we getting the information about what's happening with our company if we're not the one making the decision about who's staying, who's going, what what is the final decision? Is it coming from the CEO? Is it coming from the, the board of directors? We need to make sure that's a final decision, not just a rumor that's being spread around before we deliver any of that information and we stop those rumors, we stop those things from happening and stop the chaos before it spreads. Really, really imperative that you make sure that that is happening as a leader. That's really imperative and it goes with step one and it helps staying calm because then when these rumors start, because people start to feel the panic, if you are calm, it eliminates that sense of panic and then you're able to deal with any spread of chaos that might be happening because you're calm. But ensure you're getting the information from credible sources. The news is not always a credible source. As a sidebar to this, I make sure that every day I have just enough information to understand what's happening every day with COVID-19 and the things that are going on in the world. But I, I tune it out after that because if I got so lost in that every day, I wouldn't be able to function and do the things that I need to do day-to-day to to be a successful person, a leader, wife, mom to my pups. You guys know what I'm talking about. And that's really, really important. So make sure you're filtering that information and, and going to credible sources. And that's for every aspect of your life. So a few episodes ago, we talked about the importance of honesty. We were talking about the characteristics of a really, really good leader. And I talked about honesty first. And that characteristic is truly tested during a time of crisis, like now. And being honest and transparent is really imperative. But being informed first is key. That's why I put this as the third step and right after being informed. Because we don't want to be too transparent as a leader or too upfront and honest before we're informed. And that's why staying calm is prior to this as well. I guess sometimes it's misinterpreted when I say shelter your team or guard your team, but I do believe in doing that because you are in a leadership position for a reason. You are there to protect your team and guide your team 
I do believe in transparency. I do believe in honesty, but I do not believe in premature honesty and transparency. And that is that is a thing. And I've talked about it on the other casts and the other shows as well. This will continue to build the bond and the respect from your team. Appropriately communicating the information is number four for me in leadership. And I've seen this in a lot of articles and that made me feel so happy because I didn't know if I was going to see that in some of these articles, but how are you effectively communicating the information to your team? Regardless of what the information is, is it good, bad, happy, sad? Unfortunately, right now, a lot of the information that we are giving our teams is not super positive, is negative, or it's difficult. We're having to tell them that they are furloughed or they are laid off or it's information that we don't have all the information to or we don't know when we'll reopen or you're going down to part-time. It's tough. This is tough, tough information to deliver. But how are you appropriately communicating this information to your team? In many articles you see, and I believe in this completely, when you're delivering something very challenging to someone, you always do it in person, 100%. Well, here we are in this crisis where we don't do anything in person anymore. Every single service is offered with a, a no contact, social distancing, which I think is how we've managed to pivot as a society is incredible and amazing. However, I miss seeing people. (laughs) I'm a super extrovert. If you guys have not been able to tell from my podcast, my social media, everything that you guys follow. And thank you again. I always thank you guys. So we go to the second best thing and something that is just evolving every single minute, every single second. While you guys are listening to this, it's evolving. Deliver it via video conferencing, chat, FaceTime, whatever, Zoom, whatever you're using as your platform. That is how you want to deliver this information because it is the most personal way you can contact a person and deliver the information in a way that feels personal right now because we talked about this on the cast last week and we have been talking about it on casts for a couple weeks, but the podcast last week we talked about being able to see someone and their reactions and also keeping that attention span too when you're doing video chat is really important. But when you're talking about something important like someone's job and whether they're going to be working there anymore or whether they're furloughed or laid off or going part-time or whatever it whatever employment status they're going to, it's nice to have that personal connection and be able to show that empathy and show that you care. And that comes across, one, talked about it before, but in your tonal inflection and your voice, but it can get lost. There's only a certain percentage through that that comes through. When you can see your face and you're connecting, this is why video conferencing is so amazing and it's so great that we have Zoom, Skype, FaceTime, all of these functions, and there's a million others now. I feel like I'm an expert in them now. I've been doing so much research for my job. It's great. But when you can see the reaction on each other's face and connect that way, it is so important that you do that when you can. I understand that not everybody can do that. And sometimes you have people working for you that don't even understand how to use this. But it makes me happy to hear that people are learning every day how to use this function, which is great. So my step five 
or my number five, however you want to look at it, is be really proactive and explain to your team first what's going on, when you're informed, when all these other steps have happened. Then explain to your clients they are really important as well, right? Or prospective clients too, people you were about to do business with and you no longer could. And let the public know too what your company or your organization, whatever it is, what they're doing about the crisis that you're going through. We're all going through this together, but let them know what you're doing and how you're going to overcome this and what your plan is. And I love to see these companies that are doing creative things to put that out there because I think every single one of us have gotten a COVID-19 email. I have gotten COVID-19 emails from people I have not done business with in 10 plus years. And I'm sure you guys have too. So you want to see something creative and you want to see something genuine and you want to see something with empathy and something that catches your attention and makes you like feel connected to them. Really, really important. My step six in this is create resources for your team to access during this crisis right now, but not just during this time, for the future too, because this will help you in the future. This is not, some of us are forgetting that this is not the first time we've been through a crisis. Okay, yes, we've never been through a COVID-19 crisis before. Back in 2008, which I'm, I never hide my age. You guys know how old I am if you listen to the other podcasts or you watch my lives. I'm 33 years old. So in 2008, I had gra- I graduated young from college. I was working and it was the hardest time to go into the workforce. And I was really super lucky that my career took off. I worked super hard. I worked multiple jobs. Worst time to graduate from college. Worst time to go in the workforce. And there were crazy things going on at that time. It was a different type of crisis, but it was still a recession. So we have managed through a crisis before. This is a different type of crisis, but it doesn't mean that you can't take this crisis and try to find some positives out of it. Nothing positive about COVID-19. Trust me, I get it. Create a resource center so you never find yourself in a situation where you feel like you have your pants down and you're not prepared and you're not ready for this. You are not alone and feeling unprepared for this because nobody, I think, felt 100% prepared for this. Nobody was prepared for this. How great will it feel walking out of this that you feel really prepared for everything? So create a resource center. If this were to happen again, which God, I hope it doesn't. We all do. You're ready for that. Those resources are there for your team. We're prepared for anything. Walking onto a team I would feel amazing that those resources were already there and ready for me. I think that's great. And make sure that you are present more than ever for your team to not only talk about those resources, but you are, as the leader, whether you're the CEO, the president, the founder, whatever you are, or you are the director, you're leading a branch, you're leading a a team or a part of a team, whatever it is. You need to be more present than ever because you are a resource. Remember that you are a resource within those resources. And I think a lot of leaders are remembering that at this time or refreshing that memory at this time. You are one of the biggest resources and the most important resource at this time because all resources lead back to you within the company. So these things are so important, but that is the most important thing to remember. You are their resource. And you are the rock that they come back to. I think number seven is just remembering 
the most important things here. And some key things as a leader to remember and takeaways are just to be honest with your team and be transparent. And remember to have, like I talked about last week in episode 13 and working from home and how to lead a team effectively remotely. Be honest and have those one-on-ones and make sure that you are meeting the needs and being that resource, like we just talked about, being that resource for every single person because every single person on your team is going to have individualistic needs. So that's part of my number seven too. Remember that every person is going to have individualistic needs and you have to be that resource for them. So are you being honest and transparent in an appropriate way, in an informed way? It's important. Are you catering to their needs in an appropriate way? We can't make everybody happy during this time. Are you being empathetic to everybody's needs, their situation? It's really important because the single mother uh, with four kids is going to have totally different needs than the college student who is about to graduate and is an intern for you. While both of them both really need a job, one needs to look for childcare and needs help with their kids at home and now as a teacher as well as a working mom and, 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 and there's so many things there. Your college student who is about to graduate and potentially work for you full time and an intern, there's additional scary things there. They've never worked full time and they're going to have some financial questions with that. There are different things going on. So it's so important to focus on the individualistic needs for each person, which can be very time consuming as a leader, but more important in a crisis than ever. Within this final step too, it's really taking ownership. You're going to make mistakes when you're going through a crisis. We all are. Because as a leader, you don't have all the answers going through a crisis because you've never been through something like this before. Remember, we have been through tough times before and we will go through them again. And taking ownership of any mistake that happens is so important. And your team will respect you for it. They will stick by your side because of it. And they will stay with you through this low and come out on the other side. So being honest and transparent is really important, yes. But taking ownership, that is, to me, is the most important step, is taking ownership of the wins, but really when the mistakes happen. Because you're in uncharted territory. And I think that is really challenging as a leader during this time. But if you can be honest about that with your team, while feeling confident and secure and feeling like you care about their individualistic needs, you have won. So these have been my takeaways after the articles that I've read from credible articles, which I told you is really important, whether you're listening to podcasts, reading articles, or if you're watching the news, make sure it's credible. But these are my takeaways. Also my takeaways from obviously my experience because I talk about leadership every week. It's what I'm passionate about. It's always in my opinion. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will continue to talk about leadership always. Join me for my live next week. You guys can ask me any questions that you want about my seven steps of leading during a crisis. And they're kind of just tips too, really. This was episode 14 of Maya's Monday Motivation, talking about how to lead during a crisis on this special edition. 
You guys can follow me at Maya Roffler on Instagram and now at My Opinion Podcast on Instagram as well on our own page. I'm so pumped to announce that my website is back up and running at MyOpinionPodcast.com, which I'm sure you could have guessed. We will see you guys next week for episode 15 and we'll be talking about leadership qualities again have a great week. Stay safe and sane. Thanks so much, guys.